You're about to listen to a Bennington Made episode. This was a project we did back when the Southwestern Vermont Chamber of Commerce was the Bennington Chamber of Commerce. We partnered with Mike Cutler and the team at Cat TV or Catamount Access Television locally in Bennington to produce these shows. We hope you enjoy them. Welcome to Bennington Made. I'm your host, Matt Harrington with the Bennington Area Chamber of Commerce. And with me as always is Cat TV. We're here at beautiful Mount Anthony Country Club. It's the golf course right here in Bennington, Vermont. And we wanted to find out how does the owners of the Mount Anthony Country Club make this beautiful course every single year. So we're gonna take this episode, go inside, meet with the owners, meet with some of the staff and figure out how do they make the country club every single year. Josh, how are you? Nice. Matt with uh, Bennington Made. Uh, so you're the superintendent here at the Mount Anthony Country Club, yes. right? So talk to us a little bit about just how we go about making this course. I know we're on we're on hole number one here, and just walk us through what a, a day looks like here. All right. Well, daily operations are we we mow tees every other day, approaches every other day, greens are every other day with a roll in between. Um, fairways we mow twice a week, rough mowed every day. Um, that's about it as far as mowing. Um, yeah. Our sand traps we do every every other day. It's kind of you keep everything on a rotation here right. with, with our crew and whatnot. Yeah, so how big is that crew? We run um, myself, I have an assistant, a full-time mechanic, um, four college kids that come home and, and do all of our summer work and I have two retired guys that do all my mowing. Okay. So it's, yeah. it's just a tight, great crew of people best yeah. way to do it yeah so when does the season kind of really get started I think for you guys in terms of prepping the course and then when does kind of opening day happen as well well it's nice here because we technically don't close so as long as there's no snow on the ground we're open for business so it, depending on like this year we got a little late bump with the with the snow but any if it's if there's no snow and it's clear March 1st we're going yeah um, and the season really ramps up mid-April is when you know the grass pops you start actually getting in the mowing and and getting the course like fully ready but we shoot for tournament conditions end of April May 1st and then run that through till the snow flies okay so this is number one these three tees here plus the ladies tee were brand new built in the renovation in 2006 through 2008 ish um, these were like the first tees we did so these are all built like to PGA spec. Um, our rough, we mow at two to two and a half inches, depending on weather. Um, our tee boxes are mowed at, they're under a half inch. Um, that's why they look so 
so nice. So this is hole one. This is our half and half mow, where we mow the right side toward the green, left side toward the tee. It's, it's mainly for speed, but it also, it gives it kind of the older look. I was gonna say, there's gotta be some method to the madness there, so, yeah. so talk to us a you, if you Well, if you were to stripe a fairway, like where you leave the lines like you see in the rough and we'll see on the greens, it, it's just, it's added time, it's more turns, so you're actually turning in the rough a lot more, does a little bit more damage and half and half just most for speed and it, it just it really looks really cool with everything else being striped and this not yeah um yep. it's a, it's a really cool effect because you can get over overwhelmed with striping if you're if you're mowing all the fairways and and the rough and it all kind of it starts looking a little a little circusy yeah um yep. so we always switch that up and it's just a speed thing you can get the fairways mowed a lot faster when you're talking about striping, you're actually talking about kind of the, yeah. the, all the, the dark to light up yeah. on the hills there. Looks and that's really got to be its own craft as yeah. well. You got to have some pretty good yeah. skill to do that. And our rough mower, he's, you know, he's retired. They, the, the rough mowers take pride in, in what they do. And he really, when he does his striping, he really locks it in to, to make it look great. So we're here at the, the bunkers. Talk to us a little bit about the craftsmanship and, and what goes into it and obviously the sand that's being used for it as well. Okay, like I said, this is like a, it's more of a white sand. Um, it comes out of North Adams. Uh, very nice product. It's, it's, it's like perfect. The bunker gets, in the springtime, we probe around, we find out where there's high spots. It all gets reworked. And then every other day we come in and, and, and rake them. Um, we just use leaf rakes. There's a couple other rakes we flatten them out with, but most of it is just a steel leaf rake, and it comes out just looking like carpet. So do you have to replenish it every year, or how does that? Depending if with washouts and contamination, we might have to remove areas, but as far as like putting more sand in, it's just on an as-need basis. Okay, yep. Okay. And of course, we try not to hit it into these yeah. at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so talk to us a little bit more about what goes into a bunker. Obviously, it's not just sand. So talk to us a little bit about the layering and the drainage and stuff. So these would get shelled out. <clears throat> if we were starting from scratch, we'd shell it out with a machine, dig it down, shape it out the way we would want it. You put your drainage in, which the drainage here goes out to a drain into the fairway. It's wishboned in. Then they lay down a liner, um, like a sand trapper liner, gets stapled in, and then you start laying your sand in, tamping it an inch at a time till you get down to your depth of five to six inches. And then just from there, it's just, again, maintaining the profile of the bunker. But it's, you know, it's just shell it. But, but it's bigger than just digging a hole and throwing some it's sand in. It's way bigger than just digging a hole. Yeah, I mean, it, it really, it's a lot of work getting it shaped correctly, getting it to drain to, to your spots, and then getting the liners in. It's, it's, a, it's a real big episode, but, you know, as far as, as these, these were, were freshly shelled out. They have liners in them. Right, and I mean, we've had probably a good two weeks of, of hard rain, yep. and you can see even today, a, a day after rain and thunderstorms, they're dry, yep. which is a testimony to the drainage yep. and the work that went into this. The tamping's big. The banks will, the, these banks will wash out during heavy rainstorms a little bit because of how steep they are, and we just come in, get the sand back up, tamp it back yep. down. So this is our rough, this is the collar and the approach that's mowed with a whole different machine and then the greens we um we hand mow our greens with walk mowers okay. 
Okay. A way better cut, just really dials them in. It's crazy how tight that gets. Yeah. I mean, is that a special mower? Or? Uh, nope, they're, they're just, they're hand mowers. It's a real, real mower with a real, not a, not a rotary. Um, and yeah, we keep them, we really take pride in our greens here to keep them, yep. like that's our, that's our go-to, is having, you know, perfect greens. This is what we put most of our time into is really keeping these dialed in. I top dress them once every two weeks with okay. some sand. Okay. It keeps everything leveled out. It keeps your, you know, it fills in all these spots and stuff. And it just really helps the overall quality of the turf. I switch pins, try to do it twice a week. We're trying to integrate a couple different methods with that. It's hard because our greens are so small to do a pin placement every day. It just becomes it becomes hard to get the healing and, and just, if you have big greens, you can do it every day. We, we tend to do it early in the week, late in the week for the weekend. And for our audience, talk to us, what's a pin? So I, I don't know golf or, okay. or I'm not f familiar with it. What, what, it. what are we talking about when we talk about pin placement? So the pin placement, I, I, it's all judged on where I want to put it for the most part. Okay. Um, you can't, we try to keep them in flat areas. You want to keep a nice three foot area around the pin that's nice and flat. You don't want to put it in a, on a bank where, you know, you make it impossible for the golfer. Mm -hmm. You know, we just want to make it, you know, it's the best experience possible when you come. Um, but it's just, a, you have a cup cutter, you, you, I'll go cut a new hole, pull this hole out, put it in that hole, and then I take the plug from there, return it back, and um, patch it in and, wow. Because you can't even tell. Yeah, I mean, you might, you, you might be able to, but... Yeah, I can tell, like, you could, you know, there's some spots, like, there's an old cup. Like, I can tell where the, where the old ones were from, yeah. from where, but it, it is hard to tell. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's pretty fun. So, uh, this one went into renovation. What else went into renovation on the court? We did... The bunkers on one green, the T complex on number two, number 16, um, new bunkers on number three. We reworked the green on number 16, new sand traps there, number nine's new bunkers, 18's new bunkers, 10T's brand new. Um, and then there's been spotty, some uh, blue T's. We did a lot of work. We'll take you up on eight. We did a lot of work up there. It's really nice. Um, two new T's up there. So Josh, talk to us a little bit about this special project. Uh, this used to be all covered in woods and then this part of the new renovation part. Yeah, I mean, this was all, if you look up there, this whole area was just like the surrounds. It was just woods. And they punched all this out, made these two new championship tees for the eighth hole, put in some fescue. And just really like this is my favorite spot on the course. Well, how can you not? I mean, looking out there, Bald Mountain and the White Rocks. Yep. Um, we've obviously got the the monument behind us, but I mean, this gives you a full yeah. breadth and view of the whole Country Club. Yeah, and this is one of our most championship holes, I think, on the course. You know, if you step up on that tee, it becomes the hardest hole. Yeah. Um, we expanded the fairway, the bottom of the fairway is expanded. The rock cut up there being all mowed and trimmed down just really makes this area pop. How many people actually do you, do you have come up here and do the championship hole? Uh, it's 
whoever wants to play the, the blue tees, um, that's kind of the thing. If you're a low handicap, a lot of them guys play the back tees. Mm -hmm. um, and that was one of the things with, with David is he really wanted to extend the course and turn it into more of a championship style golf course. Great. This whole area was, was another big clump of woods. Um, we took down probably 30 trees in this area, reworked the bank, built these two new tees, built the two or the three tees for seven. We have the ladies, the men's and the championship added the fescue in here, kind of chiseled out the bank a little bit. A lot of the bank over here was excavated out to make it, you know, look nice. <laughs> so you want to take your normal grip as you would with your regular clubs. There's nothing wrong with uh, interlocking and overlapping. Yeah. And uh, you want to be dominant. So you're a lefty, so you want to kind of put more pressure on your left hand. You play the game as you would any other sport. Play it with your left hand. But other than that, it looks good. Good stance, good open. There you go, you just got a little more pace on that. Okay. There you go. There's one for you. Get a little closer to it too. Like that. Yep, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Better. Better. There you go, good one. See, one, two, three, that looked good. <laughs> We're here with Jack, golf pro here at the uh, Mount Anthony Country Club. Yes, Talk sir. to us a little bit about uh, what goes into your job. Obviously, it's Bennington made. We've seen how the, the, the golf course is made, but you're also making good golfers as well. Yeah, so. absolutely. So, um, yeah, my name is Jack Robalski. I'm the director of golf here. And okay. basically what I do is I, uh, I take care of the shop, you know, merchandise, retail, all that stuff. But I also you know, give lessons to uh, members and non-members, uh, children. Um, I do a, a selection of uh, junior camps during the summer, um, as well as, you know, run tournaments and uh, facilitate that for, for other players as well. And really it's about, um, you know, we were talking to Maru a little bit also about the, you know, trying to get people to be inspired about the game again, and then also the rules or, or really the character that comes from the game. Talk to us a little bit about that when you're instilling it with the So player. the rules and the character is what, it's something I like to do with the youth as well. Um, you know, I was a, a youth golfer at one point, and I learned a lot from being on the course, my father letting me, you know, play with some adults, and I really learned how to interact with adults and uh, be mature and be very polite and respectful, which is something I think, you know, is kind of lost in today's, uh, you know, younger generation. Um, on top of that, uh, you asked me about the, um, how to get people more involved. Yeah. So the USGA is actually doing that now, you know, with a program just kind of, while it's called While We're Young, and we're, we kind of uh, facilitate that as well. There's also been, you know, one of the largest growing demographics is is the women's right, uh, right. PGA and, and, and obviously women amateurs. Is there a difference when you're coaching? Do you find that No, that's the, exactly. The best part about golf is that it's the same for everyone. Um, you know, here we started a couple 18-hole women's leagues and some 9-hole women's leagues that are more fun. And, you know, it, it's exactly the same. They're learning the same stuff, uh, same teaching tools. You know, we're, we're getting them out here. And, uh, yeah, working exactly the same as you would a, a tour professional, teaching them the same stuff and the same basic things. Great. All right, and we're finally here with Maru Leon, uh, co-owner of the Mount Anthony Country Club, and your husband, David, as well. And, and talk to us a little bit about kind of uh, what made you uh, pick the, the Country Club and how long you've been here. Give us some of the history behind it. 
Sure. Um, well, David was born in Bennington, David Griffin, my husband, who's not able to be here right now, but David was born here in Bennington. He learned to play the game here at this golf course. And he has been in the golf industry, renovating golf courses for most of his career. And when this golf course uh, went up for sale, it was his dream for a very long time to own it and revitalize the property. So 10 years ago, it made his dream come true. We were able to purchase the club and um, we have been the owners for the last 10 years. Yeah, yeah, talk to us a little bit. I mean, we, we've talked with Josh a lot about the renovations. So that was kind of his grand plan was to come back, uh, purchase the place where he had, he had learned and then really revitalize it. And so what's part of the vision or the experience that people get when they come here? Well, I think that the, the main part was uh, as a golfer point of view, from David's point of view, it was to upgrade the, the agronomy aspect of the course, the grass, the angles, the, this, basically the difficulty in some aspects, uh, the beauty, taking more advantage of the, the visual aspect of the course, all the angles that we're lucky to have right now in this property. And um, slowly we were able to achieve that in hole by hole, um, upgrading different aspects of every hole. So we're sitting here in the beautiful patio out here, which which is a, a favorite here in Bennington, Vermont. Talk to us a little bit about you know it's not just golfing that happens here. No, and that's a I mean this this the the dream was not just the golf course. Also, it was I mean the business has all these aspects of it. Is the golf course, is the pro shop. It's from the minute you come here, is being able to if you don't have your golf balls, being able to purchase, being able to learn the game, being able to get a lesson, or purchase equipment. And then after golf is what is that experience after you golf, which is always for our members or our guests or the entire community in Bennington, is to really offer uh, a wonderful space, for, especially for families to come with your kids. When we purchased the club, we had young, very young kids. There were five and seven. And uh, it was a, the perfect space to bring your kids to not only have them learn the golf, game but also be able to run around have a great meal and also celebrate major milestones in, in your life I mean yeah. we have weddings here we have anniversaries we have uh, many celebrations of life but I mean we serve as a community event venue that um, that we're very honored and happy to great. take care of well, great. Well, Maru, thank you so much for inviting us up here to the course, showing us how uh, the Mount Anthony Country Club is made, and then uh, just inviting us in and, and showing us around the property. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Marty. It was my pleasure to help sure. you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Bennington Made. Now you know how the Mount Anthony Country Club gets made every single summer for hundreds thousands of visitors that come here in Bennington in the beautiful months and, uh, and partake in, uh, in what makes Bennington so beautiful. So hopefully you've enjoyed. If you want to watch any of the other episodes, go over to Bennington.com or as always, check out Cat TV. Thank you again and enjoy the, uh, the summer weather.
shaking left. Hi, I'm Matt Eric. Forgot that we were filming.